Welcome to Fair Podcasts. Join your hosts as they dismantle current news articles and help separate fact from fiction. On today's Fair Podcast, Fact Check. Let's start the show. Hi, my name is Sherry Rendell, and I am Fair's state and local director, and you are listening to Fair's podcast. I am joined on the phone by Lou Mary. Lou is the founder of Bostonians Against Sanctuary Cities. We all know sanctuary cities pose a huge threat to everyone in the community. State and local jurisdictions with policies that obstruct immigration enforcement, and they finally received media attention after the tragic murder of Kate Steinley. In July, Miss Steinley was shot and killed in San Francisco, a sanctuary city, by Francisco Sanchez, an illegal alien with seven seven convictions and five previous deportations. In his jailhouse interview, Sanchez admitted he went to San Francisco specifically because he knew it was a sanctuary city and that it would protect him from immigration and customs enforcement. To kick off our discussion, can you share why you decided to form Bostonians Against Sanctuary Cities? I decided, uh, you know, in talking with a couple of friends of mine who were in law enforcement, they work in and around Boston, and uh, they were, we were talking, and we said, you know, this is absolutely crazy. We kind of went through a few different rapes and deaths that had occurred and crimes that had occurred locally, and we said, you know, because Boston is the media hub of New England, and because it is an economic hub, um, we, we thought it was just extremely important that we form a group based in Boston, and we started to push back by locally organizing and getting the attention of the media to let people know that, hey, there were people, regular, everyday, average people, Republicans, Democrats, and independents that were concerned about the sovereignty of the United States and wanted, you know, local law enforcement to cooperate with federal law enforcement for the safety of the citizens. You know, recently we had a MS-13 gang member using a uh, an illegal alien using an alias, which happens very frequently. He was driving for Uber, and he picked up a uh, young co-ed from uh, Boston College, which is very, very close uh, to my neighborhood of Boston, and he repeatedly raped the co-ed, and all she wanted to do was get home safely. You know, if you, if you want to go home and you want to be safe and you get into an Uber or a Lyft or a taxi, and um, it's a very familiar thing that, you know, people go through. And then to, to see this girl repeatedly raped over the course of an evening, and um, that MS-13 gang member was released on bail by a Massachusetts judge. It was a national uproar and had occurred last month. Um, and uh, so that was that was one of the final straws. As we were putting the organization together and coming up with our first activity, we said, you know, this is why we're doing it. For, you know, people who send their kids to Boston to go to college to learn that they can learn in safety. And for the regular, everyday, average people that, you know, are inconvenienced by the many, many ways that uh, illegal immigration and illegal alien criminals affect our society. Lou, you are absolutely right. Your story reminds us that illegal immigration is not a victimless crime. When Trump became president and vowed to crack down on sanctuary cities, some mayors, including Boston Mayor Marty Walsh, doubled down to protect illegal aliens over Boston's own citizens. In light of Trump proposing to cut funding to sanctuary cities and your mayor vowing to open up City Hall to protect anyone fearing deportation, what do you think the future of Boston looks like? Well, you know, we're, um, 
we're making our case in the media, and it's just a common sense case. As you stated, you know, we know that illegal alien criminals, they flee to jurisdictions where they have the least opportunity of being discovered. And those are sanctuary cities and sanctuary, de facto sanctuary states, where you have Massachusetts is a one-party state and uh, politicians uh, have largely appointed by Democratic governors. So they... Uh, they cooperate with illegal with the illegal alien defense bar to uh, you know cover up their crimes, get people released on bail, and to um, minimize sentencing so as not to jeopardize their future attempts at becoming legal citizens. And what we're saying is, the state of Texas passed a law that banned sanctuary cities in the state, and 32 other states are now looking at a very similar legislation. It makes sense that if 33 or 34 states ban sanctuary cities and fully cooperate with a federal government that is interested in protecting the sovereignty of the nation and the safety of its citizens, that the remaining 15 states are going to be in for a tidal wave of illegal alien criminals looking to go to a place where enforcement is a little softer and life is a little bit easier. President Trump promised to end sanctuary cities. You've mentioned that. How do you think he's doing thus far on those promises and where does he need to improve? Well, I think um, President Trump and uh, Attorney General Jeff Sessions, I, I, would, I would give them a grade of an A-. minus. And uh, the, the only reason I don't give them a, an A plus is that they have not been able to um, ride herd on the GOP establishment, um, who uh, many of whom are solidly in the pocket of the Chamber of Commerce and want more cheap labor. I, I think President Trump is doing all the right things. We are going to see a wall built. The wall will only be a, a, a secondary line of defense because at the same time that he's trying to secure funding and uh, planning for uh, a physical barrier at our border. He is working with uh, other nations and working with our uh, Border Patrol agents and um, and ICE. He's hired 5,000 new Border Patrol agents. Um, Jeff Sessions has gone on the offensive in the, court, in the courthouses across the United States, prosecuting immigration offenses, including illegal alien smuggling and transportation, his um, illegal entry and reentry after deportation, and drug and weapons crimes. All of those, uh, all of that targeting has been ramped up immensely. Illegal border crossings are down 70% since President Trump took office. Um, the other thing that, you know, is, is no news to you, but catch and release, which was the signature policy of the Obama administration just encouraged more and more people to come into the United States. Um, that has been uh, ended. And um, the other thing that I think was a really great move by the uh, Trump administration was they added some new crimes that other people, notably President Obama, had said these are just minor crimes. People shouldn't face deportation for these minor crimes. But the Trump administration said, no, no, we're going to add uh, a list of minor crimes. We're going to add the crime of ID theft, and we're going to make all of these reasons that you can be asked to leave the United States immediately. Um, ICE has also increased its detention capacity by 1,100 beds. They've made plans to acquire 21,000 additional beds once funding is made available. So if we can can work on those wishy-washy Republicans uh, that are in Congress to you know join forces with President Trump and Attorney General Sessions, I think we'll see more successes leading up to uh, the 2018 elections. And
decided to hold a, a sanctuary city panel discussion like the one we held in Boston, I think it could help galvanize the people that are still in favor of President Trump's agenda and bring back you know, safety to our cities and uh, sovereignty to our nation. Well, I truly appreciate your thoughtful answer on how President Trump is doing with respect to his immigration promises. I want to also let our listeners know that FAIR has uh, rated President Trump on whether or not he's keeping his promises as well. And I encourage our listeners to visit FAIRUS.org to see his progress as well as to see what you can do to help. At this point, our time with Lou is unfortunately at an end. Lou, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. We look forward to talking to you soon. All right. Take care. That's all for this episode of FAIR Podcasts. Be sure to click the subscribe button and head over to fairus.org to contact us through email or Twitter at FAIR Immigration to keep you up to date on the latest immigration update and reports. That's fairus.org.